everybody. Welcome to the Muscle Intelligence Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Pokolsky. Today's a little solo cast inspired by my VIP newsletter group. I've got a great uh, newsletter that goes out once a week, minimum, sometimes more, depending on uh, level of communication and really what I'm up to in my life. And for the last week or so, we've been letting people know about our process uh, to ultimately transform your body, whether your goal is to build muscle or lose fat, transforming your body should be based around a very simple framing, a very simple framework. And I've been offering that on a live webinar lately, and I won't get into that too much, but I made a statement that, um, you know, for the last 10 years, I've been the guy teaching intelligent muscle building around the world. You know, I would say I was certainly one of the first, and now there's millions of people around the world taking it on. I often joke that the fitness industry is slow, uh, but it takes a long time for people to change their beliefs, right? So if you believe something specifically uh, and it's got you to where you are now, it's very hard to change your beliefs. And uh, I don't blame anybody. I think that's just it was the same for me. I just happened to maybe be an early adopter with respect to muscle building. And I had this unique opportunity of having a really, really big goal, right? I went from being a very uh, skinny and out of shape teenager to uh, ultimately wanting to be the biggest bodybuilder on the planet or the best bodybuilder on the planet and was able to get to a very, very high level in the sport, you know, top 10 in the world, top two at the Arnold Classic, which is the second biggest show in the world. And um, I learned a lot. And that's the point of today's podcast. So for the last 10 years, myself and the Muscle Intelligence Leadership Team have been uh, perpetuating, teaching, advocating intelligent muscle building around the world. And I'll tell you a little bit about what that is today, because it is a foundation to what I want to lead to today. <clears throat> so if you're someone who's new to the muscle intelligence community, um, intelligent muscle building is founded on, you know, ultimately an intelligent approach to everything you do in and around your body. So if I was to say there's one overarching um, word or premise that kind of envelops all the things that we do at muscle intelligence, it's this, it's intentionality. So I want you to be intentional about how you train. I want you to be intentional about how you think about training. I want you to be intentional about how you do a single rep, about maybe why you select exercises, about how you approach everything in the gym. Now, that's been the focus for the last 10 years is helping people be intentional and intelligent about how they approach their fitness because it skyrockets results. It's not just like, oh, you're going to see a little bit of improvement. The results are exponential. And now all the science is starting to back up what I've been saying for 10 years and uh, I'm grateful for that. And now a lot of the people in the fitness industry are starting to buy into it as well. I'm grateful for that. And that's not the point of today's podcast. Um, the point of today's podcast is to tell you the next step, right? What's the next level of progression? And I'm going to tell you a little story about maybe why this has come to be in my mind and a few little stories about uh, how I've really been inspired over the last few months to talk about this. So if you've heard me on any podcast in the past, talk about my journey so from the time I was 15 years old, I, I wanted to be a bodybuilder. And by the time I was 17, I decided I'm going to be a professional bodybuilder. Conscious decision at that point, I made a 19-year plan. I said, by the time I'm 35, I'm going to retire. I did plan on having three Olympias. I didn't get there. I had some, some um, things that I think maybe um, prevented me from doing that. But again, it's not a, an excuse. It's simply that I just shifted my priorities. My son was born in 2012. And it completely changed my, my priorities. My values shifted. So if anyone asks, like, hey, man, why would you retire? It's Because when you have children, at least when I had children, my daughter was born in 2013, my son 2012, completely changed my priorities. And I just didn't have a purpose anymore. I didn't have the need to be a professional bodybuilder anymore. And I loved it, but I didn't have the same, like, drive. So my internal drive that existed prior to that was very much a um, maybe an ego drive, maybe overcoming some inadequacies, and a lot of things that, again, I'll talk about today. So 
as I pursued bodybuilding for the better part of 17 years, um, it was this always this external drive, right? I wanted to be a great bodybuilder. I wanted to have a great following. I wanted to have a sponsorship. I wanted to be on the Olympia stage. I wanted to be on the cover of magazines. Uh, I wanted to make a good living doing what I love to do. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. And that's what we'll call, what I will call the first mountain, this, this internal drive to acquire external things, right? I had this, this desire to acquire all these things outside of myself because of what, I've, what, have I, what I thought they would do for me. And, um, you know, as I ascended the ranks of, of bodybuilding, what I found was I wasn't becoming any more happy. I wasn't becoming any more fulfilled. I wasn't becoming any more um, content, I guess is the word I'm looking for. There wasn't a new level of like um, stopping to smell the roses and go, oh, I'm doing great. It was just always what's next, right? It was like, okay, well, now it's next. And now it's next. And now it's next. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? That was my journey. So it's like, hey, I want to make a million dollars. Got it. What's next, right? And I want to make, you know, 10 million. Got it. I didn't do that. But, uh, you know, that, that's, uh, you know, it's just this mentality of the external mountain is one that's never, never received. It's never ascended. Um, so when I got to the top of this, um, this Mr. Olympia mountain, I had this awareness that you know, as I walk on stage at the 2012 Mr. Olympia, the first um, Mr. Olympia that I competed in, I thought it was going to be this incredible, overwhelming feeling of fulfillment. And while it was, in some senses, a great accomplishment, in many senses, an incredible accomplishment, what I realized, it didn't make me uh, more happy. It didn't make me feel uh, more fulfilled. It didn't make me feel complete in any way. So I knew at that point, something was missing, right? What was missing, I didn't know, but I knew something was missing. And at that point, what I did know was that the external pursuit was not the goal. The external pursuit um, shouldn't, at least for me, shouldn't be the goal, right? You can get there. I ascended the mountain. I sent, achieved every goal I, I set out to accomplish. And I realized, gosh, I still don't feel great. I, you know, I'm very blessed now to coach and mentor many, many very successful entrepreneurs and executives. And uh, it's always this concept, right? I've made millions of dollars and I'm still not happy. I feel, still feel empty. I still lack love. I still lack fulfillment. I still lack connection. All these things that are inherently human, inherently necessary to our humanness and our human experience. And so that's the point of today. And the point of today is not to tell you not to pursue the bodybuilding because I think bodybuilding is amazing, not to pursue the body. But what I want you to understand is this very simple conscious flip that needs to happen that I think can, will completely change your process, will completely change the benefits you receive from the end result. So if I go through the exact same 17-year journey or 18-year journey that I pursued in bodybuilding with the perspective of, I'm just going to crush it. I'm just going to work hard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accomplish that goal. Maybe I get it. And that's awesome. Um, whereas if I simply take a... So again, one more thing to add to that. It's I have to train. I have to get this done. I have to accomplish this goal, right? It's, it's this pursuit of I, I'm working for something outside of myself and I have to get up and do it versus simply shifting your paradigm to, I get to do this. I'm really focused on the process. How good can I be today? How well can I show up today? How can I make sure that today stacks, allows me to stack tomorrow on top of it, right? So what I'm doing today is building and allowing myself to work toward what is 
ultimately going to make me a better person tomorrow. The development of character, the development of value or virtue, all these simple uh, character development aspects that are often overlooked. So if I would have simply started at 17 years old and had a mentor that said, hey, Ben, all of these things you're doing are amazing. Don't change a thing. But instead of going to the gym with the mentality of I have to, go into the gym with the mentality of I get to and see how that feels different. And now, instead of pursuing something outside of myself that is uh, amazing and, and certainly valuable because I'm becoming more healthy, I'm becoming stronger, I'm becoming maybe more disciplined, now it becomes this, this internal um, process, right? So I get to do this. I have a feeling of gratitude toward this thing that I get to do. I get to feel, feel grateful for the body that always shows up for me. And I'm developing my character along the way. So rather than being ruthless and cutting away to everything that's not great, and maybe not being kind to people along the way because I'm so myopically focused on this external goal, I now become focused on how, how am I showing up today, right? My body shows up for me. How am I showing up today? And, and I can only do as much as I can do. And this uh, intentionality is built into that, right? So where this came up recently is I get to travel the world a lot. And now that COVID's kind of loosening up, it seems like I'm opening up to travel a little more. I get to see a lot of gyms. And even in, in where the gym that I currently train at, um, there's a lot of people there who are uh, relatively new, right? Or maybe they've been trained for a long time. They're new to, to my gym or they don't train the way I train, we'll say. Um, and I look at them and I go, okay, what would the process be for this person to as quickly as possible build as much muscle as possible? I think that's what you guys are after, right? So as much as we want this intentionality behind it, which I'll talk about a lot more, I want to walk you through a simple process that I think needs to be the foundation of everyone's progress. So I have a few steps written down here in front of me. So if you're someone who is aspiring to build maximum muscle, here's where you start. As I walk, as I walk through the gym and I'm watching people do a bench press or I'm watching them do a squat and I'm watching them do a bicep curl, any exercise, you fill in the exercise of choice. What I'm, what I'm looking for is how is there acuity of movement? Now, acuity of movement, what I see on the outside in my mind, has nothing to do with, with what's happening on the outside. It has to do everything to do with what's happening in the brain, right? What is their mind? What signal is their brain sending to their body? It's this idea of top-down control, right? We have these upper motor neurons that control the body and how we contract and how we train. And so if you, talk, if you look at the neuroscience perspective, it's, it's what people would have called 20 years ago, mind-muscle connection. It's simply, well, how consciously can I control my musculature? And if your objective is to build muscle, this and this alone is the foundation of, of an intelligent or um, maximal progress, we'll say, right? If we're trying to maximize progress, the top-down ability to control our muscles is the foundation of all progress. So what does that require in general? And why does that matter in everything else in life? Well, it requires, as I said at the beginning of this call, intentionality, right? I have to be consciously intentional about what's happening in my muscles. And if I'm not, I can tell you with 100% accuracy, you will not be building maximum muscle and you'll be doing a bunch of other negative things at the same time. So think about this, the root, the foundation of all change, of all change in life, regardless of what area you're looking at, whether it be your body, your relationships, your finances, your job, your attitude, the foundation of it all is awareness, right? I have to become aware of it to change it. The second foundation of it is intentionality. I have to be intentional about what I do. Otherwise, guess what? I start to just fall back into these unintentional habitual loops that have got me exactly to where I am now. So as we try to change our body, the first thing we must become aware of is what am I doing? 
and become aware of it and then go, okay, I want to be intentional about how I do this. So bodybuilding and any rep and every set, every exercise can then become this beautiful gateway into transforming your life, right? We can take what we do in the gym and become intentional about it, become very, very present, very, very intentional, and then ultimately develop the ability to become intentional in that exact instant, period. Regardless of where I am in the world, I can become intentional and thoughtful and mindful and present in that moment and use exercise as the gateway to do that. Now, that's really interesting, right? So what does that require? Well, it requires that I take my focus from the outside of my body, which is on the weights and the dumbbells and the barbells and whatever's in my hand, and take it to the inside of my body, right? I'm taking all these things that are outside that are ultimately distractions and bringing them inside my body. So let's think about that. So if I'm doing a, a squat, what am I focused on? I'm focused on internal stability. How can I create internal stability so I can move this resistance, right? I'm thinking about muscle contraction. I'm thinking about which muscle should I be contracting intentionally rather than just mindlessly letting my body do what it wants to do. So you guys see the difference. So as I go into the gym, I can, I can uh, unconsciously reinforce mindlessness. I can go in there and just, I'm going to work hard today, which is very common, isn't it? Go, go, go in there and crush it. Hashtag crush it. Work hard, quote unquote. And not only are you not getting the most out of your results to the gym, but now you're also inculcating this mindless behavior that will then transfer into the rest of your life. What's happening outside of a gym as well. So if you want to become more intentional in life, you want to become more effective, more appropriate in life, intentionality is the foundation of it. So if we can then use our exercise that you're already doing anyways, because all of you that listen to this podcast are already training anyways. Now take it and, and use it as an opportunity to have an experiment in intentionality. And now watch what happens to every aspect of your life, right? So if I can become intentional in that 30 to 60 minutes in the gym or that 90 minutes in the gym or however long I can, imagine how much time that is in the scope of my life. So if I get 16 hours a day to be awake, let's say I'm in the gym for two hours a day, that's one eighth of my life. That's a lot. And then if I start to transfer all of that intentionality that exists inside the gym into the other things I do, like the way that I speak and the way that I act and the way that I treat others and the way that I do my work, all those other areas start to change as well. Now, interesting. Isn't that interesting how we can then leverage exercise as an opportunity to change every aspect of our life simply by starting with this foundation of awareness and intentionality, right? Think about those things. Why is that the most important thing that no one in the world is talking about, right? Nobody. Yes, I was the guy talking about intentionality for the last 10 years, but what I didn't notice is how intentionality transfers into my life and it will transfer into yours as well, right? I I'm working toward being intentional in everything I do because intentionality in my eyes allows me to choose between the outcomes, like, or the directions, at least maybe the process, right? I want to be intentional about the steps I take on my path in any direction, in any aspect of my life, rather than just mindlessly letting the, the winds take me where I go. I think there's a very powerful or empowering mindset that exists there, right? I want to be intentional about the way I speak to my family. I want to be intentional about the way I speak to my team. I want to be intentional about the way I speak to my clients. I want to be intentional about the way I speak to myself, right? And rather than just getting lost in the mindless loops of, of curated thoughts, right? Most of us hopefully realize that your thoughts are not your own. Your thoughts are curated by somebody outside of you, right? Whether it be the media, whether it be the fa your family, whether it be society, our thoughts are 99% not our own. So if we're just letting these thoughts pass through our lives and pass through our minds and influence how we think and how we look at the world, nothing is intentional. You're simply a victim to society and to the media and to social media and all these things. That your thoughts are not your own. 
And so if we want to be someone who ultimately changes the world or changes our life and makes the most of our life and makes the most of other people's lives as coaches, I have to be intentional about everything I do. That doesn't mean you have the answers to everything you do. It simply means at least if I don't know the answer, I can at least make the best possible decision with what I've got right now in this exact moment. I'm going to make the best choice. And even if it's the wrong one, at least I was conscious about it. I was like, oh, shoot, I made a mistake. I can then next time take a better approach because now I learned from it. I think this is the most empowering thing in the world. You know, I simply, again, I, I tend to not get angry about things anymore. I tend to not get, I don't feel like a victim to anything anymore. I'm like, I'm intentionally choosing this. And if it doesn't go the way I want it to go, it's the best I had in the moment. How could I possibly get upset with myself if I did the best I could in this moment, right? I, it's not mindlessness. I think the mindlessness is where people start to get really, feel like victims and you feel disempowered. You're like, oh, I'm really angry with this. Well, wonderful. But if you had simply been in really intentional about every aspect of it, I think anger almost fades away. You're like, oh, I, I, I know that I was very present in that moment. I made the best decision I could. And then it's like, oh, maybe I have a little compassion for myself. Like, that's the best I got, right? The best I got is, is all I can give in this exact moment. And then I know now what areas I want to focus on to improve, right? So hopefully that's starting to make sense. How we can start using intelligent exercise and intentionality as this gateway to changing our lives, right? So whether you're someone who wants to build massive amounts of muscle or not, you're already training, you're already doing cardio, you're already doing CrossFit, you're already doing cycling, and all of these things can become exercises in intentionality, opportunities to become more present, opportunities to become more intentional. So anyone who joins my coaching program, the first thing I'm going to tell you is you got to change the way you train, you got to change the way you walk, you got to change the way you sit, you got to change the way you breathe. And that sounds like a lot. But all it means is in everything I do, I'm going to be intentional about it, at least to the extent that I'm capable of right now, right? To include the way I'm intentional about the, the way the pressure is going through my feet as I stand here talking at my desk, to be intentional about hopefully the words coming out of my mouth, right? To be intentional about uh, how my, hopefully my words are being perceived by you. That's another level, a meta level of intentionality, right? So I can be intentional about how I speak. And then on, on top of that, I can be intentional about the way it's received by you, Although I can't see you right now, if I could, I could probably be intentional about, oh, they're receiving it really well, or they're not receiving it very well, right? That's interesting. Now it gives me such an empowered a sense of empowerment when I go into any circumstance in my life. And all of these things have come as a result of intelligent exercise, right? So I'm going to walk you guys through a few steps on how you can do it. So I saw somebody doing a bench press a couple of days ago, and they were simply in the gym moving weight. And that's no fault of their own because at some result, at some point, that works, right? And to, until some point, that works. We all go to the gym in high school or college or whatever it may be, and we do bench presses and we grow a little bit. So then our brain goes, oh, when I was in college, this worked for me. When I was in high school, this worked for me. Let's go do it again. But guess what happens? It stops working after some point, doesn't it? And you do more and more and more. It just doesn't work as well, does it? Because the mindless things that, exist, that once worked in the beginning, again, anything works when you're sedentary. Any progression in the right direction works. But at some point, you'll run into a wall and you go, what do I do now? I'm not sure. Well, the path is becoming intentional and feeling what's happening inside of your body. Because then I can feel, is this muscle actually contracting or is it not? Is it something else that's moving, right? And that's the, the foundation of everything I've been teaching for 10 years is what muscle is the thing that's doing the greatest amount of work. It's intentionality at its core. And if you can become intentional in the way you do a bicep curl and the way you do a bench press and the way you do a row, all of a sudden, guess what happens? intentionality starts to just bleed into every aspect of your life. That is cool. That's so amazing. And it's honestly just in the last couple of years where I've started to be able to become aware of 
how much this intentional training has changed my life, has changed my attitude, has made me feel completely empowered to do anything in this world, right? I may not have the skills yet. I may not have the habits yet. I may not have the process yet, but I can because I can be intentional about it. And that's really the foundation of this coaching that we're launching, right? My objective, if I can accomplish one simple thing in 12 weeks with all of my coaching clients, is I want to make you intentional. I want to make you intentional about the way you train. I want to make you intentional about the way you walk, the way you breathe, and eventually the way you think. And now you're a weapon. Now you're a powerful human being rather than just someone coasting through life. Now you can decide which direction you're going to go, right? You're no longer a a victim to the wind. Now you're creating your own wind, right? You're creating the wind at your back because you can decide which direction you're going to go. That to me is the most exciting thing that exists in exercise, period. So whether you're someone who is doing uh, any, any type of exercise, CrossFit, shake weights, bodybuilding, doesn't matter, at home, push-ups, doesn't matter, whatever it is, use it as an experiment in intentionality all the time. So if I sit down to meditation right now, what is, what, is, what is the point of meditation? What is the primary objective of most meditation? Become present in the moment. What do you focus on? What do they tell you to focus on to become present in the moment? They'll tell you to focus on your breathing. They tell you to focus on a particular part of your body. They tell you to focus on a very one single point, single pointed focus. Well, guess what exercise? It's a single point of focus that eventually can become multiple points of focus at the same time without allowing your attention to go outside of your body. It always stays inside of your body. This is what I've been teaching since 2010. And you know, maybe I'm a slow learner too. Maybe it's taken me this long to realize like, wow, this, this had a huge amount of benefit in everything else in my life. Right? I think that, again, there's definitely areas that I'm working on, but the change in my ability to, to show up in every area of my life and be conscious and think and make better decisions, it's no longer reactive. Right, It's, it's built on all this foundational knowledge that I've built. And I can go, okay, I'm sifting through this Rolodex. Young kids aren't going to know what a Rolodex is. This Rolodex of uh, information, this encyclopedia, I don't know what that is either, of information uh, and ultimately going, okay, now I have all this information based on all this, these things that come together. This is the best choice for me right now. And that's, that's all I can do. And if it's not the right choice, well, I, I made it with the best intention and all the information that I had access to in this exact moment. So if I don't have enough information or didn't get the right answer, I just have to seek more information or I have to seek better perspective, right? So that's, guys, hopefully that's starting to make sense for you now and why this is so um, important to me. So step one in training uh, intentionality, right? So that's important. Become present in the moment. And here's how you think about this. It's not about completing three sets of eight. I think the dumbest paradigm in exercise is completing three sets of eight. People get mad at me when I say that. Just like I say, progressive overload isn't really the, fa- the, the, the first thing you should be focusing on. Right? I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying, but until you have this top-down control, this upper motor neuron control of your muscles, right? Your brain controls your ability to contract muscles. It's like sitting there. Can you contract your biceps without moving? Can you contract your pec? Can you contract your triceps, right? You should be able to do those things. That's top-down control. If I have that ability, then I can start to load that thing or at least more effectively and get better results from it. So here's the second step. Challenge, not completion, right? So not three sets of eight. How much can I challenge this muscle at every single millimeter of every single rep? And I always intentionally use the word millimeter rather than inch because millimeter is a very small unit. And I want you to be so consciously aware that the, this muscle that I'm training is actually a thing using it, sorry, using or moving the weight at every millimeter of every rep. Can you say that? And I guarantee 99.9% of people cannot. Sometimes I cannot. 
but I'm trying, right? That's my intentionality. That's my intention to make this muscle work as hard as it possibly can, not simply to complete eight BS reps, right? Bullshit reps don't help you, right? Bullshit reps, maybe they burn some calories. Great, but they also indoctrinate bad habits and they also indoctrinate mindlessness, right? I like working hard, no question, but working hard, I think should always uh, proceed working smart. And working smart from my eyes is becoming intentional, creating top-down control from your brain to your muscles. The muscles have to be able to be consciously controlled. And then I can start to load them at every segmental aspect of the rep. That, my friends, is the most empowering thing in exercise. Because as you see, hopefully, I've painted a somewhat decent picture of how this works. So as I'm walking through the gym, I can tell how intentional this person is in their life simply by the way they train. Ah, interesting, right? And now that may be a big extrapolation. But really, if you go, if this person's intentional in the gym, I can, get, I can assume with a high degree of certainty they're intentional in other aspects of their life. Now, that doesn't mean you can't be intentional in other aspects of your life and still be new to training. That could be new to you. Maybe you don't see the correlation there because you've never taught, been taught that. But if you're intentional in other aspects of your life, think about taking that intentionality to the gym and be super, super uh, accurate, we'll say, right? Like it, it's the minutia in the gym that starts to become the really fun experience really fun experiment, right? So if I'm paying attention to the really itty bitty stuff, I go into a set or an exercise or a workout with a mindset of curiosity and exploration rather than like, I got to finish these reps. So I'm focused on the, the, the minute, the process rather than the outcome. And that my friends is the most empowering thing that exists in exercise period. And I'm sure we're going to be looking back on this podcast in 10 years and going, yep, <laughs> as the whole fitness industry kind of comes along, uh, as, as if you have an intention or if you have a desire to upgrade your consciousness, to upgrade your ability to be intentional, to upgrade your life, my friends, I promise you, this is the foundation of it all. And I'm going to be walking you through this in depth if you're someone that's signed up for my coaching program. So that was kind of the, the precipice of this is why I wanted to do this is because I'm launching this great new coaching program. And the intention of it is like, I don't just want to teach you how to get in the best shape of your life. I'll do that. That will become easy what will be the long-term win for us together as a team is consciousness. And how can we then take those things that, we're, that we are becoming mindless of, which is a lot, and turn them into consciousness? And I think a lot of us block intentionally our consciousness. We don't want to become aware of the things we think about. We're almost scared of the things we think about and feel. But intentionality starts with feeling. I know that sounds a little bit soft, but you got to feel. You got to pay attention to what's going on in your body. That's all you're doing is you're feeling your muscles. You're feeling what's going on in your breathing. You're feeling what's going on inside your body. That's the, pre the, pre the foundation of it all, right? So hopefully you guys are seeing some value. And this exists, I should say, also in nutrition. So if you guys are interested, it sounds interesting to you and you've enjoyed this podcast, uh, I'm going to keep it super short today because it was intended to go out to my VIP newsletter subscribers. And I said, instead of writing it, I'm going to send it in a, in a video podcast format. So if you guys are interested in this, and this sounds interesting, I want to talk. I want to tell you how to also apply this approach and a, a uh, another aspect of nutrition that simply why macros doesn't work in body transformation and sim just like training, right? The mindless training works up to a point and then it stops. The same thing with macros. If it's just mindless de depletion of calories, it simply stops working. Everything works for a short period of time, right? Anything works for a short period of time. Uh, but then what happens when it doesn't? And, and so learning how to navigate around that uh, is the key to ultimately transforming your body in a sustainable way, right? And it could put, anyone coach can put you in a caloric deficit, say, hey, eat less, 
do more cardio, do more training. Well, what happens when that stops working? Do they have a, a system? Do they have a pro, an approach to allow you to change? And most people don't. And uh, it's because it simply doesn't work, right? Your calories are your greatest lever to manage stress. You take that away and you increase the training stress. Well, guess what? The life stress hasn't gone down. So your stress hasn't gone down at all, but your, your ability to recover from it has. And then you lead to things like anxiety and poor sleep and emotional dysregulation and all these things that are downstream effects of poor stress uh, modulation. So if that's interesting to you, I can talk, I can talk about that in another podcast. So I'd like to have you guys let me know. And if you if that sounds interesting, leave a comment for us on iTunes, leave a comment for us on Spotify uh, or on YouTube, where you will also find this podcast, guys. Uh, so hopefully that was helpful. If you're interested in joining the Muscle Intelligence Coaching, there's still some time. Um, it's going to close this week. So if you are interested, head over to uh, muscleintelligence.com slash coaching to read a little bit about what we offer. It's a 12-week coaching uh, where you work with, with myself and my leadership team on, uh, we get workouts, so you get nutrition plans, you'll get weekly coaching calls to walk you through all of the aspects of transforming your body and ultimately learning to be intentional in everything you do as the foundation of it. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a loyal listener to the podcast. If you did enjoy this podcast, one of the ways you can support the podcast and me and the team is by sharing, sharing the podcast. If you haven't already subscribed on iTunes, on Spotify, and on YouTube or YouTube, whichever you listen to, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and we will make sure you get notified every time a new podcast comes out. Today's podcast is brought to you by me because we are awesome. We're helping you. Hopefully you guys left it. Uh, have a great day, guys. I appreciate you. And uh, if you're interested, we'll see you at the coaching. Thank you so much for tuning in to Muscle Intelligence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with at least one person you know. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. The statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Ben Bikulski and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements or advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest and products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.